you came in, it should feel like a family to you. You should feel that comfort level when you come in. Welcome to CrossFit East 10 Over the Bar Podcast. The goal of this podcast is to answer common questions and encourage a conversation between coaches, members, and the community. Josh Brock here with head coach of CrossFit East 10, Rob Stacy. Today we're going to talk about the mission here at East 10. When you started East 10, what was your goal then and has it changed up to today? And if so, how has it changed? A little bit about how East 10 got started. East 10 actually started out of luck. And I, when I say by luck, I mean there was, there was a couple of individuals that broke off from the main uh, gym lifestyles to start their own CrossFit gym. And I was supposed to go with these with these guys, and I was supposed to go and help uh, build this next CrossFit gym, the newest CrossFit gym in the area. Uh, and then there was another opportunity to go to another gym and work for them. What was crazy about it is it was a Sunday. I went over and helped these individuals with their gyms, and I got a phone call. I mean, I was on my way to my house or my apartment at the time where Brittany lived, and uh, I get a phone call, and it's it's the manager of the gym, Tammy, she says, hey, Donnie wants to meet with you. And Donnie is the, is the owner of Lifestyles. Donnie wants to meet with you uh, and, and discuss what CrossFit is and, and why. why. Why would it benefit our gym and, and what's your vision for it? And I was just like, d- like dumbstruck. I was like, what? I was like, what are you talking about? Because I, I mean, I planned out, told Tammy, I was like, hey, in about a month, I'm not going to be working here anymore. About a month, I'm not going to be here anymore. And she was complete, like she was actually completely cool with it because she knew it was my passion uh, to actually coach people in whatever it is. Maybe it's CrossFit, baseball. She just knew that that's what I was meant to do. Um, she knew that I was very unhappy with what I was doing, which was sales at the gym. Not that I didn't like it. It's just it's not what I was made to do. Um, so that being said, I come in on Monday, and I remember sitting down with uh, Donnie, and, I, and he looks at me just dead serious and goes, so tell me about CrossFit. What is it? And I said, well, I can tell you this. It's not about taking your shirt off, flexing on people that are, for no reason, throwing the music up as loud as you can and, and just throwing weights around. I said, you have a perception of CrossFit that is wrong in general. CrossFit is, is meant to get someone like my mother uh, into the gym, have a group around her that holds them accountable and encourages them to get as fit as they want to be. So that was kind of like the the main mission of CrossFit East End when we first started was to get people that have never attempted to do something this intense or attempting something out of their comfort zone. And that's what we had a lot with our members at Lifestyles, which was crazy. Like when we opened the doors, uh, it, was about a month or, it was about a month or two before we could average upwards of 10 to 15 people a day, not class day. A day. So wow. what I mean by that, that was me grinding every day just to get people and I would go out here and talk to people and tell them the positive benefits of what CrossFit was the positive aspects of functional fitness and for a long time there I was I was looked down upon by the other trainers in the room because they had not understood that I'd actually trained sports teams in my life they're like who's this guy who's coming from uh, the front desk and sales trying to tell us how to how to do stuff training wise and it wasn't that I was trying to tell anybody I was just like hey I've already been here and done this yeah this isn't new to me whether you might think it's new to me because you're watching me do it for the first time, but this isn't new to me at all. I've trained 30 to 40 guys at a single time at 6 a.m. in the morning and had them all doing the same thing and understanding why they were doing it. So uh, getting a group of five to seven moms together 
I think I won't be able to handle It'll this. Be all, right. all right. So, <laughs> um, so that first that first mission statement was really about fitness and getting people to realize that that they can get fit, but they have to go out of their comfort zone sometimes to do that. Like you can't be just happy riding the elliptical every day for 30 minutes. Not that that's bad. It's just you're gonna have to understand that like if you want real change, hard work has to happen, and and hard work differs for everybody. Uh, hard work for my mom is different than hard work for uh, somebody that's going to regionals, right? So it might be different, but at the same time, just like they've taught at the L1, it only it's, it, it differs in effort, but it doesn't differ in what they can do. So everybody needs to be picking up a, something from the ground and learning how to do that. Everybody needs to learn that hinge pattern. Uh, everybody needs to learn how to squat, all right? It's a, it's a health, it's a healthy thing. So our whole mission to start out with, or mine was, was to make sure that the members at our gym got to have that benefit. Um, so that's the kind of what I wanted to build with East 10. And one of the monikers that we had before anybody even thought about this was uh, family. I mean, I would, post it, I would post that on the boards. I'd post that on our social media. I'd post it on the back of T-shirts. And for people to understand that as you, when you came in, it should feel like a family to you. You should feel that comfort level when you come in. You should feel that kind of push when a coach is on you or and you should want to do better because you want to you want to make them feel proud of you and that's how a family's relationship works there's ups and there's downs and that's kind of how our gym went there's there's been people that have been here that uh that have left and there's people that have stayed here since day one um, there's people that are moved on you know outside this area that still i would call them day one day one people you know robbie hines who lives in texas he's a he's a lifer yeah. Robbie Hines came back here uh, when I first got the the gym package and the equipment was delivered, and we did a, we did the first open workout that year uh, on carpet. I pulled out the boxes, I pulled out the boxes, pulled out the weights, pulled up the put up put up the pull up rack, did all that stuff right there that day just to do that open workout. And that's the kind of relationship I'm talking about, uh, and that's how we're like wanting to go towards that with our mission. Um, as far as as it's changed, it's changed in kind. It's not changed in the idea, but when I mean changed in kind, it's changed. The perspective of that has changed. Building the family relationship with the people that want to be the family and relationship. Just that way. You know, when everybody's on the same page, everything works so much, much better. Next, that's me and you've talked about this, teams. Being on the same page for a, for a team is huge. And if you're on the same page at your gym, and what I mean by this, like everybody like loves and likes each other. You're a family. You care about each other. That's our moniker. Everybody gets results. If you're not that way, then 80% are going to get results. 20% aren't. Or 80% are going to get results. 10% aren't. And the other 10% are going to be pissed off about everything. Yeah. <laughs> right? So whether they're getting results or they're not getting results. But that's, that's kind of our mission is, is family. To build on that family and what can members do to help improve the gym? Um, anything from the environment to helping East 10 expand. Like what can we do as members to help the coaches out and help build East 10 bigger? What I need help with as far as member wise is, is caring about people as much as I do when, the, when it's their first day, right? Like I see people come in on the first day and back when uh, we had people like Allie and Richard Knott, they were our biggest advocates. I didn't sell anybody. I'd say come to a 615 class. That's what I tell somebody on their first day. 
they'd be like, why? And I'd like, just come to a 615 class. They'd take the 615 class, I'd teach, I'd introduce them, you know, afterwards say, congratulations, it's your first day and your first workout. But Allie and Richard would pull them to the side, explain to them the benefits of CrossFit, how it's helped them, how it's changed their life, and how uh, it'd be awesome to have them around. It was like a 95% sales rate, which people don't, like I hear this from other people in podcasts, your biggest advocates are your members. It's kind of shifted though uh, through the years and, and it's, it just depends on the people that you have in your gym too. Um, to more of a, you know, as soon as the wad's done, let me grab my phone and see what's going on Instagram and Facebook. Let me go over here or I ain't got time to stretch. Let me leave. Let me leave. I ain't got time to do the cool down. I got to get out of here. You know, if, if fitness is your priority, you're going to plan that time to understand that it's not just an hour class. It's probably an hour and 15, an hour and 30 that you're going to have to spend at the gym. I think still to this day, it's different members, but around that 630 when Matt Barry and Laura are here, those guys stick around for like 30 minutes to an hour every day. And yep. they just, they build that camaraderie and it's a family thing for them. Like those guys. Yeah. And we're, and I'm not saying like to make it a cult and be dedicated <laughs> to the gym or anything. I'm saying like, it's, it's caring about other people. Build because, relationships yeah. with people that you work out with. Exactly. It's caring about the people. And when you start caring about others, you're blessed with, I mean, God will bless you with what, what Absolutely. you need. So what members need to do to help though, is to build that relationship. Like I try to every single time on top of that. If you want something better, you've got you've to voice that, right? You, you, wanna, you want ski ergs? Well, by God, you've got to go tell somebody you want ski ergs. You can't just come tell me about it. You know, I, 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 man, I manage the gym, and I, manage, I do the programming, and I'm blessed to do the coach here. But as far as making the, the decision on, like, I'll, I'll tell them what they need to buy. But as far as member-wise, you're the member. I'm, I'm the, the uh, manager, owner, slash coach. You need to voice to a higher power that that's what you want. Um, and once you do it, it's done. Complaining about something isn't going to get any kind of change. And that's just like, like, your, like think of it like your fitness. If you're constantly complaining because you don't have a kipping pull-up, but you don't ever practice it or try it, there's probably a reason that you aren't getting a kipping pull-up. Yeah. But, yeah, that's, that's how you could help. And it's not like nobody is, isn't helping. It's just that's going to benefit, and it's going to make our gym grow. And what I mean by that, it's going to add value in your life because you're actually going to see that you're actually benefiting someone else. When I, when I, when I see that I've actually helped somebody, it, it uplifts me, and I find more value in my day. And just to wrap this one up, what are just a couple of things that you see in the future, near or far, for East 10? Just a couple of things that you would like to see, if it is maybe get ski ergs, or if it is try to increase... 50 plus members by a certain time frame, uh, you know, increase the or ranking in the open next year. What are some things that you see in the future for East 10? Well, the biggest thing that I see for us is I want to be not just, you know, an area component. I've always talked about this. I'm more, I want to be regionally known. And that's not me as a programmer, as a coach. That's CrossFit East 10. And regionally known doesn't mean competitively. That means when people come to this region, they go, you know what, that's a really, really good gym. It's really, it's ran well. They have great members. Um, the, the coaching's phenomenal. The programming's phenomenal. Everybody there has a buy-in system. You could have the shiniest equipment in the world and not have any of that. You could have the crappiest equipment in the world, which we don't, and you could have all of that. That being said, the future for us is in the members' hands. 
and I'll always say that the future's in the members' hands. It's what they wanted out of it. They, they know what I want out of it. They know what I expect. I hope in 20 years that we're voted as top 10 gym in the world, Absolutely. you know, because we're changing lives that, that impactful. Not top 10 in the world, like as far as like, oh, we've got the, you know, the fittest people in the world, like we're placing the top 100, like top 10 in the region. That's great. That's, that's byproducts of having a great gym and a great community and a great family. You heard for yourself uh, some of the things, the mission, uh, some of the goals that we have, things we want to see in the future. Um, but again, it's in our hands as members. Uh, we have to speak up. We have to talk to the people. That's over our head coach's hands, our owner's hands. So, I mean, you want ski ergs? Tell somebody. You want to expand? Tell somebody. You want more salt bikes? Tell somebody. All right, comes this time our episode uh, where we have a featured coach. Today's coach is Nate Morrow. How you doing, Nate? Doing well, how are you? Doing good, man. So how long have you done CrossFit? Started doing CrossFit here at East 10, August of 2014, so it'll be three and a half years now. This was also my very first gym. I'm not coming from a previous gym, although I do have athletic background that is back for two decades plus. So how long have you helped us coach here? I got my level one cert two years ago, then I've been coaching here for a year and a half. What do you enjoy most about coaching? I just, I love the aspect of teaching, taking something that I understand in my own head and being able to communicate that in words and passing that knowledge, what I know my experience is on to another member, seeing them succeed, seeing them make improvements. It could be one-on-one, it could be for the class, but you know, I found that teaching is something that actually comes natural. It, explaining something, if I understand it, then I can communicate that to somebody. And that just... It, I personally you know, I personally feel like that's one of your strengths as a coach here too, is being able to take somebody one-on-one and bring it down to the, the, the very beginner level. And some people take that for... A lot of people take that for granted. A lot of people think that they're beyond the basics. One of the other uh, aspects that uh, kind of makes teaching come natural, I've always had a mechanical mind. I would... Uh, take things apart as a kid. I would. I always wanted to understand how things work, how things move, and then as athleticism uh, became more important, I applied that to the movement of the human body. So that's why um, I can see that in a mechanical aspect, physics aspect, and then even mathematical aspect. Yeah, yeah, and that's but. something I mean, you talk about all the time is about experimentation with, with different aspects. Uh, people see, uh, for example, you use an occlusion uh, cuffs on your arms and uh, what they don't understand that's uh, that's a very advanced level of uh, exercise currently in the fitness world and it's something I see quite often especially with the, the major power lifters they're they're starting to, to get involved with that uh, a lot of your background is from Westside's uh, methodology I know that you talk a lot about Louie and all those guys and what they do with uh, their power lifting um, but let's talk a little bit now and we'll get back to that. Let's talk a little bit about your background because for a lot of people, they don't know that you do have an athletic background, that you've wrestled for quite a long time. Your dad was involved in strength and conditioning yes. for a very long time and still from is. As long as long back as I can remember. Yeah, probably one of the nicest guys I've ever met. Um, but tell them a little bit about your fitness background, uh, what your, like, the pedigree from your dad that you came from, and then also a little bit about your military experience. Tell them, you know, a little bit about uh, what's happened to you in the past. Okay. So open up a little bit about that. So for starters, I've been doing um, 
functional fitness, functional workouts since I was about five or six. Uh, my dad is a former strength and conditioning coach at the collegiate level, still involved with athletics uh, to this day. So I would, I started doing push-ups, sit-ups, a lot of just calisthenics. Then when I was 13 years old, I started lifting. We had some home weights. Um, I was resistant to it then. I didn't like it at first, but he built that foundation of discipline and work ethic in me. Then the biggest thing I'll say in high school, the one activity, the one sport that really laid the foundations of who I am, not just as an athlete, but who I am as a person, my character, uh, my work ethic, my discipline, was the sport of wrestling. That is hands down probably one of the toughest things that an, uh, that an athlete can do. It's one of the toughest sports. It's one of the most uh, worthwhile sports. It's arguably by a lot of people one of the best sports in the world. Mm -hmm. um, it is it. <laughs> definitely, um, it's worth every minute. Um, I wasn't the greatest at it, but it really made me into the person I am today. Um, everything uh, that I do, the way uh, that I structure my workouts, um, falls around that. I, I was never one to play any sport that involved throwing a ball. I wanted to learn how to fight and how to wrestle the combat sports with it, and specifically wrestling. Then we'll fast forward a few years after high school, I enlisted in the Marine Corps. Um, still, there are uh, military workouts that weren't nearly as hard as being in the wrestling room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so a lot of wrestlers will say that. That is the hands down top of sport. But uh, definitely had its challenges there. Um, uh, military style workouts. Um, I've been doing CrossFit before CrossFit was a thing. Um, back then you'd call it cross training or um, combat conditioning uh, movements and all that. So uh, during the military, we went on a deployment in 2004. Um, I got injured really bad, uh, almost lost my life. Uh, thankfully I didn't. I came back. I wasn't sure how uh, that would affect me physically a lot, but thankfully um, 14 years later, I'm uh, doing well. Uh, so um, after military, um, a few years ago, I, I became a firefighter. And, uh, those that you don't know, um, first responder jobs, fire, EMS, police, anything like that, they definitely require you to be very physically fit. The jobs, uh, they're very demanding, they're uh, unpredictable, but if you look at what CrossFit really drives home is being prepared for the unknown and unknowable. That's what, uh, that's what we preach. Uh, that's, uh, well, that's why we train. That's why we do what we do. Now, everybody has different goals and different uh, outlooks, different ways of training, whether you want to compete uh, at a higher level, maybe compete locally, or just to come in and be fit. Yeah, and, that, and for a lot of the people that <clears throat> they hear you say the, the stuff that you're saying, and I, it, it resonates with me because uh, most of the stuff that I hear when you teach, and that's why I find so much value in having you as a coach, is it's coming straight from the book. And if it's coming straight from the book, that means it's coming from a higher source or a higher experience level. And for a lot of people, they'll take that for granted because what you just said, preparing for the unknown and unknowable, is that that's a CrossFit definition right there. Um, but let's go on now uh, 
and also thank you for your service. I mean, you, know, you hear me say it all the time, but I mean, I, I'd like Absolutely. to tell everybody else, you know, thank you for your service because, you know, if it weren't wasn't for that fateful day and God having his hand on you, uh, we wouldn't be having this conversation right now. So that's how valuable I see our relationship as far as that goes. Um, what are two tips you give to members and what's something you do outside the gym? Okay. Uh, first, for... Any members, anybody listening, even if you're not part of our gym, uh, when you come and do the workouts, um, listen to why the coaches are telling you to do what we do, the way we do the workouts, and in that, don't be afraid to scale the workouts down. I know we've mentioned that in uh, our own podcast. I've listened to this in numerous other talks from people. It's better... You're working on yourself. I mean, you can compete with other people, but your your goal in coming into CrossFit should be to compete against yourself. So don't be afraid to scale down workouts and to separate the hard skill, the movements, from the Metcon. Um, and uh, another, I guess secondly, um, don't expect uh, your progress to happen overnight. And we have a lot of new members come in our gym, which is great. I love the fact that we're growing. I love teaching new people who have never done any of the lists before, a little bit at a time, okay? Want to take this point, apply this, and then this. You know, a little bit at a time, and then over the course of several weeks, you'll see improvements. So that's my uh, biggest tips I would give to somebody. Yeah, big, big thing on patience. And uh, So what's something you do outside the gym? Uh, outside the gym. That, uh, that not outside me. workouts, because you like outside yeah, workouts, too. I definitely love when it's nice outside. And, um, but uh, I, I am an outdoor person. I've worked at a, uh, a summer youth camp for years. Uh, love uh, doing type of ropes course type of activities like rock climbing, uh, being on water and as well. We have rivers, lakes, kayaks, all that type of stuff. I, I love day hikes, uh, being out in wellness, out in nature hikes. That's uh, that's what using your fitness is in the real world. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm an outdoor person. Um, I'm also a musician. Um, yeah, a lot of people don't know that. So, <laughs> I yeah, can, but I, do. I joke with you all the time about playing the big bass. So, I <clears> played <throat> bass for many years, and it's uh, music is a big. It's been a big influence in my life. Yeah, <laughs> and for many people, they don't know, like they don't understand this. But uh, so Nate is a musician, and uh, you play different forms of uh, music as well. But your your preferred f- form of working out is is heavier death metal. Which when I first found that out about you, about it about maybe fell on my chair and laughing because I did not expect to walk in and hearing you know just the death metal playing. I expected something like more towards your personality, but. Uh, that's just a little tip on Nate. Uh, so I get cracked up anytime I see it now. Since I've started working out here at CrossFit, I've learned to tolerate hip hop. There's a few <laughs> artists I actually there like. There we now, go. But I grew up hating rap. Yeah. <laughs> hating everything but hard rock and metal. Yeah. Awesome, man. I'm, I'm glad to have you on the podcast. Glad to have you part of our gym. And I'm sure there's a lot of members that are looking forward to hearing uh, this in, insight on this podcast and a little bit about who you are. So. Hope to have you on in the future and talk a little bit more in depth about uh, some of your strength and conditioning principles that you that you have embedded in you. Thanks. It's been an honor on my behalf. Yeah.